Well, folks, before we get into this current episode of the Mavs Outsiders podcast, I wanted to pop in with a quick correction from the last episode. Um, Reese quotes Romeo Cronell and says R.I.P. in the previous episode at one point. Uh, someone reached out. They actually deleted it, but they reached out and pointed out that Romeo Cronell is alive, first of all that the quote that Reese made was actually from Dennis Green or Denny Green, who is deceased. So just wanted to make that quick correction. R.I.P. Denny Green. Uh, we're going un- to dig Romeo Cornell back up. He-, he is not deceased. But um, yeah, enjoy the episode. Uh, I can't even say enjoy because we just caught that L from the Warriors. But, you know, listen to the episode at least, please. Uh, <laughs> all right, let me get up out of here. I'm talking too much. Hey, Reese. Bitch, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys gonna do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Um, yeah. Welcome to the uh the the Mavs Outsiders podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mike Bibbins, on Twitter at Bibbs Corner. Joined as always by my co-host Reese Williams on Twitter at M of R25. Can we please get this man some followers? Please. The algorithm is doing him dirty right now, and I think it's because he ain't got no followers. Yeah, it's like like Bibs don't even see my tweets, man. Like, like this feels like when I first started my Twitter type thing. Like I went and I was like, because I remember a bunch of people followed me when you put that tweet out, and I was like, damn, how many I got now? I got like 300. Like it's it's it's, it's really it's, it's bad, man. Really it's right. bad. It's bad. But you know what? Things work. Things work out sometimes because with my old Twitter, I wish it was a different way to go about it. But with my old Twitter, I was like, man, I follow too many people. I want to cleanse my timeline. But it's like I followed so many people that it would have taken so long to go through and like unfollow everybody I needed to. Got you. Now I got like a fresh start. Yeah. So, yeah. No more porn on the timeline. Like, crazy. Um. Well, we've gotten to a point on Twitter where like people like stuff, and I can't even tell. Like, it won't. It won't show me. This was put on your timeline by this person. So now, if you were to, I'm not. Why am I telling you this? No, no, no. I noticed. I know what you're talking about. Okay. I noticed this. They're doing a, a TikTok thing. And I realized it when I looked at the top of my page. It'll say for you and it'll say following. Right. So the for you thing, it'll show still people you follow, but it'll show other tweets that you think that they think you like based off of people you follow. Like they'll show you tweets from people you follow. They'll I'm show sure. you tweets from people based off of people you follow. I'm pretty sure it's still the the how you know it would show you stuff that your people you follow liked or retweeted. No, it won't even like if you go under following. I'm pretty sure it'll show you. Hey, this person your follower retweeted this. I met somebody you follow retweeted or like this. But if it's under the for you tab, it won't be something that someone likes or retweets. It'll just be a tweet on your timeline as if you're following the person. Yeah, it's goofy shit. Yeah, it's really goofy because certain motherfuckers be showing up that I don't want to show up. Yeah, I've been having to mute and block a lot of accounts. So. I had to block that fake NBA Central account. 
NBA Central because it keeps coming up on my timeline, and I'm like, bro, I yeah, yeah, that's that stuff is annoying. Um, you ready to get this shit over with? Yeah, man, I haven't. Uh, like I said, I haven't seen anything from the game except for the defending the wrong side of the basket thing. I wonder how I should go about this. Let me ask you a question. Uh, what's something that you would hope to have seen in this game? Um, With Tim out and Kyrie out, Jaden Hardy minutes, which I checked box scores, so I know I got that. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm going to be honest. That's the main thing I wanted, and I got it. Um, well, well, um, <laughs> Holiday was the first sub still. Okay, here we go. So it, it wasn't a, a smooth. Did Frank or Wright come in before? No Jake? Frank, no Wright, just Holiday. Okay. Just okay. Holiday. Um, he ended up playing 23 minutes. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, so... So yeah, that that scared me. I thought we weren't gonna get the hardy minutes where when Holiday came in. Um, but he did end up folding and doing the right thing. Somebody pointed out at one point in the game. Actually, I'm gonna save it till we get to the fourth quarter. So early in the game, it was Luca and you know, Reggie Bullock, Maxi, Josh Green, Dwight Powell, which means Josh Green is the secondary ball handler, right? Right. The Warriors seemed to think he was not a threat, so they put Steph on him. On Josh? Yes. Okay. First time Josh got the ball, he had Steph on him, and I was like, dang, he should take Steph off the bounce right here. He did not. I was about to tweet it. They went down. Warriors had a possession. We had another possession. We got the ball to Josh again with just Steph on him, and the second time he drove. So I was glad to see that. He got fouled also. By Steph. So first thing first, Josh being aggressive-ish was still here tonight. I was about to say that's another thing I would have liked to see that aggressiveness from him. Right. Like I'm not expecting him to be super, super aggressive, but just any aggression at all is positive. He did get blocked uh and stumble a couple times as well, um, spin in the traffic, stuff like that. But just his willingness to put the ball on the floor and actually try to do something is, is something I care about. Right. Um, and he had 12 points, so we're we're still tracking for him to get to his 10 points per game that I've tried to that I predicted before the season, which is also something I care about since you know what? I'm gonna get to that later. Um couple of main themes, couple of the main things of this game. Uh first of all, Luca being lazy was happening in the entire game and came into play late in the game as well. We'll we'll get to that when we get to that. Um very clear early on that this was going to be a mid-off between these two teams. I think I saw you retweet something like that or tweet something like that. I did. I, I did go uh, pull the meme, said Warriors versus Mavericks in that first quarter. Yeah, it was like two mid-looking-ass women. And yeah, like, it was the two chicks that were arguing, talking about, I look like this, you look like this, and Buddy said they having a mid-off. That was... uh <laughs> That was what I posted <clears throat> because uh, both of these teams suck, man. Both of these teams are exactly where they're supposed to be in the standings. 
And what did I tell you? I said it would be so Mavs of us to be the team that loses to the uh, the um, the Warriors as as us being the home team because they had lost eleven straight road games. I think. Yeah, I mean they they've been complete butt cheeks on the road, so it was only right that we hand them a dub. Um, and I will say we, maybe we're not as bad as our record, but we our coach has made it sh- made it sh- clear and made it made it happen for us to where we're what well, what are we in ninth right now uh as is as is updated yeah we should be let me check real quick yes ninth seed yeah so our coaches made sure that whatever tied with like, utah say what tied with utah yeah so slightly we're probably slightly above mid but our coach makes sure that we he brings us down to earth, make sure we don't get too full of ourselves. I mean, so, we only a half game ahead of the Lakers. Who are the 11th seed. I believe leading the Suns right now. Um, So we could be tied by the end of the night. Um, <laughs> So things went weirdly. The refs, I, I try not to complain about refs often because usually it kind of balances itself out. I'll usually point it out if there's like a one bad call, but the refs were complete cheeks the entire night for both teams. Yeah. I saw a clip of Luca, excuse me. I saw a clip of Luca uh, thinking he got fouled by Draymond. I don't think he got fouled by Draymond, but after that he did like a money gesture, I guess like the refs getting paid off type shit. I wasn't even worried about that one. Yeah. At that specific one, he did not get fouled on. Yeah, that's that's not even a factor. It was it was bad. Like I'm talking about no calls on both sides, calls that shouldn't have been calls on both sides. Uh you saw you said you mentioned you saw the weird out of bounds play where the Warriors were giving the ball under their hoop with no Mavs around because the Mavs thought it was their ball and had gone to the other end of the floor. Yeah. So you saw that. Uh, there was on a pre on the previous play right before. Wait, that, what was the deal with that? Like, so what had happened was, and this is according to the refs. So first of all, the missed call was Luca was boxing out. Looney legit horse collared him, like blatantly. It's very clear. He grabs him by the back of his jersey and pulls him backward, and Luca goes to the ground. The ball bounces, hits Looney. And bounces out of bounds. Should have been clearly Mavs ball, in my opinion. So the ref first points that the ball is, he points out of bounds, like, you know how they're pointing towards the crowd. Like, he's under the basket. He's pointing towards the crowd first, right? Right. Very quickly. But then he, but then next, he points towards the far end of the court where the Mavs are, are at. And Looney even, like, looks at him to protest, like, no, it should be our ball, blah, blah, blah. And the ref, like, puts his hands up and says something. Um, at that point, though, after the, after the big, strong point towards the Mavs, all the Mavs players started going down the court. And then the ref points back towards the crowd again after, again, the Looney protest in his face. Now, the ref is saying that he had signaled it was Warriors ball, that him pointing towards the Mavs side of the court was his signaling for a media timeout for the Mavs or something like that. What? Like some type of, let me see if I can get the exact wording. Somebody posted it a minute ago. 
him pointing to to that end of the bench was some type of timeout for the Mavs, which if it was Warriors balls, we're not allowed to call timeouts, which is when you would point to the bench. Am I, am I mistaken? You're not mistaken. Like you would only point to the bench if that team called the timeout, which I don't believe we would have been able to call a timeout. It would have been a media timeout, if anything. Um, where somebody posted it, it might be in the, let's see. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Should be pool report. Uh, maybe you can get to it quicker than I can. What exactly are you looking for? The pool report. Several people posted it. There was like a Q&A. Here we go. I got it. Why was the possession given to the Warriors on the play after it was originally signaled to the Mavericks? The ref said initially on the floor, the original signal was in fact Golden State ball, as this can be seen on video. There is a second signal, but that signal is for a mandatory timeout that was due to the Mavs. What does that mean? What does a mandatory timeout due to the Mavs mean? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that means. Okay, just making sure they're showing it on TV right now. Um, whatever, man. So that was weird. Cuban is protesting formally. Um, Dalton actually posted the stats on the protest situation. Uh, what are the stats? What are the stats? It's actually not as bad as I thought as far as the effectiveness of these protests. So let's see. There have been 35 protests in NBA history. Only eight times have games been overturned with teams having to replay. The last successful protest was in 2008. The Mavs had an unsuccessful protest in 2020. I remember that. I remember that as well. Um, I I get that they're upset about that. They have every right to be, to be completely honest. Um, My issue comes with uh, they're protesting because of the two-point game and the Warriors got a free two points. Right. Based off of a referee error. Here's my issue. That was at the end of the third quarter. Right. You still had 12 minutes, a whole nother quarter. 14, because it was like 157 left. 14 minutes to like do something and win the game. And even still, if it's protested and they take those points away, you don't win the game. It's overtime. I personally am fully against, I could not, I don't care. I don't care. You lost the game. You had every, it's two points. You couldn't overcome two points. You didn't deserve to win the game. Sorry. We did stupid things. We deserve to lose the game. You deserve to lose the game. Both teams played like complete ass. Nobody deserved to win really, if we're being honest. But the fact that we lost does not, I'm not hurt by them two points. Yeah, that's, that's, that's just kind of bogus to me. Like what? What foul did we maybe get that we shouldn't have gotten? You know, like it. It, it all works itself out in the wash. I, I. I don't care. Take your L on the chin, man. Like I, my complaint about the refs is about how they were just ass in general, not that they were. They cost us the game. Right. Like it, it was just hard to watch because it was. They were all over the place. They shout got, out! Shout out to Yusuf Nurkic and Walker Kessler for being two centers that can't get fucking rebounds. That sounds personal. It is very fucking personal. I do parlays now 
where I water down guys' stats. Okay. And I do like a longer parlay. So I do shit that's easier for them to hit, but mm-hmm. the parlay is longer. You get what I'm saying? Like the odds are lower on each thing because I it's not like, oh. as much. Yeah, but it's like it's longer, it's easier to hit. Okay. I put Walker Kessler for eight rebounds. He got five. I put Yusuf Nurkic for six and he got four. Everything else hit. Sorry, brother. It's all right, man. Continue. I'm sorry. Two mid two bad teams. Um I ain't gonna say bad teams. Teams that are not playing playoff basketball. How about that. Um can't tell if you're talking about the Blazers and Jazz or the Mavs and Warriors. Yes. <laughs> so first of all, since we talked about other teams, let me just give a shout out to Cat. Uh made his return to the court tonight, played 26 minutes. He had 22 points. Hope you didn't pick him to get five rebounds because he got four. I ain't pick I did I didn't I stayed away from the Wolves game simply because Cat's first game back, Ant Man is out. I don't know what's gonna happen. Like when I don't know what's gonna happen with a team, I didn't uh do the Mavs and Warriors either. Like when Luke and Kyrie's not playing, they be having barely anyone stats up there. Like because Jason K rotation so crazy, they don't know who the fuck wants. I'm about to say the they don't they don't know who to plug in. Cause Jason Kidd don't know who the fuck to plug in. Um, speaking of which, that's a, a great transition. I did want to shout out Cat for making the game winning free throws, by the way, uh, in his first game back. He said it was meant to be. Uh, shout out to them. They're ahead of us in the standards now, uh, despite having their best player out or second best player, third. I don't know. One of their key players out since November. Uh, they've just passed us in the standings uh, to move to seventh. Uh, let's let's get to this third quarter. So third quarter, Jason Kidd is a dumbass. Um, Hardy had been playing well. Wood had been playing decently, solidly. And we start the, the third with a dumbass rotation with Luca and nobody else that wants to dribble, rebound, or do anything else of, of any importance. Uh, apparently, some dude told me via Twitter that he Luca yelled at the bench to give him some effing scores. And then Hardy and Woods suddenly came back to the game. However, during that stretch where there were no other people that were capable of doing a goddamn thing on the court, we gave up eight straight points. <laughs> First of all, if that's the, if that's true about Luca yelling at the bench, that's fucking hilarious. Now, after after he said that, I because I was behind, I had stepped away for a minute. I came back and I was like catching up to real time. So he, I saw it mentioned in my mentions like Luca just yelled, some told kid to give him some scores, and so then I got to that point and I did see Luca look at the bench yell and like wave his arm like get somebody in here type thing um so i don't know exactly how he said it or what he said but he definitely made a signal to the bench and the next dead ball hardy and wood came in so was the guy that said this at the game or i assumed so i did not dig into it any further okay uh because i didn't believe him at first and then i saw the play and i was like oh snap um but yeah, Hardy and Wood came in. Hardy came in immediately, hit two threes. 
Uh, then Luca got a two because he didn't have all of the defensive attention on him since Hardy had hit two threes in the previous plays that he was actually able to get a basket. So we tied it back up, but again, Jason Kidd gave away eight points. So again, I can't be mad about the two points if my coach is going to give him eight points. Yeah. It's hard for me to care about those two points when I watch that occur. And nobody, even the, every single game, the announcers are confused by Jason Kidd's rotations. I mean, can you blame him? Because I think there was a play. We gave up a, how many offensive rebounds did we give up? Jesus Christ. There was a play where they got an offensive rebound and the announcers were like, yeah, if it's not Luca or Green, like nobody else is getting a rebound out here. Um, offensive rebounds were pretty close. 11 offensive rebounds to our eight. I think we probably had two plays where we had three offensive rebounds or more. Hmm. So I, ours, ours are fake. Uh, fortunately, ESPN isn't showing second chance points. Yeah. Um, let me see. This, uh, let's see if it's here. Total rebounds, fast break, offensive, 11 to 8 points off turnovers. We actually beat them in points off turnovers. Total rebound, whatever. I don't care. Regardless, they were, they were, uh, saying that we didn't have any rebound. Again, this is during that stretch where we gave up eight straight points. So gave up the eight, put in Hardy and Wood. Positive things occur. We got the eight back. Then we get down to the clutch time. There was a key play. Uh, let me see if I can find where it is in the, the actual minutes. I think we were either down two or it was like tied. Let's see. Do, 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 do. There's Wood came in. We were down 120 to 119. Hardy made a free throw. Yep, 120, 120. Draymond got delay. Christian Wood floater. It was under a minute. Okay. Got the rebound. Golden State timeout. Okay. The play where Luka missed a three at 32 seconds. Okay. Luca got the ball, gave it to Wood. Wood was like around the free throw line area. Now, Draymond was playing off of him. How often have we seen Christian Wood in this position? Well, he's in the middle of the floor, one-on-one with a defender. That's not a rhetorical question? It is not. When you say the middle of the floor. Like he catches the ball, free throw line area. We've seen it plenty of times. And what usually occurs in that situation? He usually faces up. Some a uh, couple times he'll jab step and he'll try to attack the basket for the most part, or he'll take a contested mid range jumper. In this particular situation, Christian Wood caught the ball, did not really look at the hoop, turned around and tried to find Luca. Why is okay? So. That's uncharacteristic of him. I I would agree that that is uncharacteristic. Now, the question would be, why do you think that occurred? This is, again, 55, 30, 30 seconds left, 35 seconds left in the game. 35 seconds left in the game? What was the score? 35, let's see. 32, 35 seconds left, I'll say. Score was 123 Golden State, 122 Dallas. Was this after a timeout? This was after a timeout. Yeah, Jason Kidd probably told him to get Luca the ball. 
<laughs> that's your that's your assumption. Okay. That's that, yeah, that's my genuine assumption. So I think that's a that's a fair assumption. My assumption is that Christian Wood has not been closing games, right? That's in true. Has not Jason Kidd gone out of his way to say he can't try close games early in the season? He's gone out of his way to say everything but come out and say I can't trust him to close games. Yeah, yeah. What was it? Uh oh, he actually sold Twitter. Like he put Christian Wood in a clutch situation and we didn't win. And then he said, I gave y'all what y'all wanted. Right. I I, I specifically recall that occurring early in the season. Right. Yes. Christian Wood been come getting like 15 minutes a game, coming back since since around the, the trade deadline. Right. Since coming back from injury. I personally felt like Christian Wood was put in this situation, realized what I do here may determine whether or not I ever see a clutch minute in my life. Rather than take a shot and miss, he said, I'm going to try to get it to Luca. Yeah, he didn't want to fuck up. So over. I mean, granted, I don't blame him either. And some people do. And if I have to choose, I would rather have the ball in Lucas hands than Christian Wood. Thing, thing, the thing that bothered me about him looking for Luca in that situation was that Luca was completely covered. Like Kaminga did not move off of Luca; he was on him. And who was on Wood? Draymond. I would, I, yeah. Uh. But he was a back; like he wasn't on him. He was like Wood could have got his shot off if he wanted to. Okay, he could have shot the midi. Um, or you could have drove on him and probably got a foul. Well, no, they wouldn't have called the six. I was about to say, based on what you're telling me, they would not have called it. Yeah, they were not gonna call the six foul on Draymond. And maybe that was it. That he because the he on the previous on a previous possession, he had gotten fouled by Draymond and they didn't call it. He just fortunately made the shot also. Um, so that could have been in his mind too, that they're gonna let Draymond hack me, and then Jason Kidd gonna be mad that I didn't get his bucket. Let me just give it to Luca. Luca can't do no wrong. Um, and again, I'm not trying to make excuses for him. I'm disappointed that he didn't take the midi. But when you spend the entire year feeling like you're walking on eggshells with your coach and you don't want to mess up, that's, you, you don't have the confidence of the coach to take that shot in your head. This is the type of play we should have gotten out of the way in December. A normal team with a normal coach would have had Christian Wood would have been in this situation. We've had like 50 clutch games. He would have been in this situation 50 times. It took till that pretty much the end of the season for him to even do this. He's probably been in this situation three times, four times, maybe this season. With Luca, maybe once or twice. So I can't be mad at him 100%. I can be mad at him a little. I can be disappointed a little bit. But this is Jason Kidd set us up for failure, which is not the first time. So that happens. We go down the other end. There's a pick and roll type situation. Lucas should have rotated. He did not. Steph Curry, easy lay. I was going to ask, how was Lucas' defense this game? Because I saw a tweet from Dwight. I assume he was talking about Luca where he said, uh, that boy out there moving his feet. And if Dwight said, first then- quarter, he was trying. He was, he was still late. Like he was. He would catch that he was out of position and like make a move at the last second. Okay. But I'll take that over what we had been getting, right? Yeah. By the end of the game, that was gone. Damn. Now it might have been the refs. (laughs) Say what? I said that boy was gassed. 
I don't think he was gassed. I think he was just tired of the refs. Okay. Demoralized. Pretty much. Like he had been horse collared several times and it did not get called. Yeah, I don't like that though. You don't let that stop you from playing defense. Exactly. That, that's one of his, if I had to pick biggest issues for Luca, it's letting refs take him out of the game. Yeah. So anyway, we give up the lay. Still a three-point game. Come down the other end. They didn't run the play. We actually got Luca a slip to the basket. Oh, wow. He got the ball under the rim. Again, we were down three, so a quick two probably was the call here. Or uh, that was like a play they could go to. So, But Luca's under the rim. He's deep under the basket. Draymond walls up. Luca wanted to foul, like you said. Oh, that's the I play was, I was referring to. Huh? That's the play I was referring to. Yes. Okay. But Luca wanted to foul. Uh, there was contact on the arms, but it was like Draymond was standing there, arms straight up. Luca, because Luca had to jump into him to even get the ball up, that's why the contact occurred. And again, it would have been Draymond's sixth foul. I understand why they didn't call. I'm not expecting that call. Like, if a dude like Draymond is going to get a sixth foul in a game, in a close game at that, it's got to be, like, something obvious and egregious. Right. Like, he's got to grab somebody or something. Like, him just standing there, they're not going to give him that. No. So, Luka missed the lay, and that was kind of that. I think they hit the free throws to go up five. Bullock got the inbound, hit a three to make it a two-point game and give Mark Cuban's protest some legs. Long story short, Jason Kidd is Jason Kidd. Um, I don't know why we can't have two of Hardy and Wood on the court at all times in this game. Uh, Hardy, Wood, and Luca, excuse me. Um, I wish that Jason Kidd would understand what that Hardy is. That the, he's the he's the Jalen Brunson two years ago. He's the uh Spencer Dinwiddie last year for this team. He should be, excuse me. At this point. Like at, at this point we just playing games if we're not playing him those in that role. Yeah, what, 20, 25? I feel like now is a little too late to even be throwing him into that role, especially going into the playoffs. It's almost like throwing a guy into the fire. And we should have been building him up to this. You're right. But again, Jason Kidd is our coach. Yep. <laughs> um 25 off the bench was no 27, 27 and five, 10 for 18, uh, 55 from the field, 66% from three, six for nine. Love to see it. I know some people out there were ready to kill him for his shot selection early on, but he made them. You have to treat him like you treat Tim, in my opinion. We need people that are willing to shoot the basketball. And I think he's a better shot maker than Tim. So, and he can create a shot. He yeah. can put the ball on the floor and attack the rim. He could pass. I think he's better than. T- I think he's better in that role than Tim. I agree. Now it'll come down to can kid, will kid trust him? The answer is probably no. I think that's already been proven. Think, you think that ship is sailed? You don't think he can adjust now at this point? Nah, not at this point in the season. He's not going to do that. Soon as the guys get healthy, soon as Kyrie comes back and Tim comes back, right back to the bench. And when I say the bench, I mean, like, Barry. maybe he'll play, but he'll get, like, five, six minutes. Maybe. How, how are you feeling about this postseason situation? 
I'm not. I'm not looking forward to it. Um, just from the mass perspective, I love playoff basketball regardless, but I don't have a good feeling about it. Um, I don't see us getting out the first round. To be completely honest with you, um, right now. Uh, with us being a play-in and us being a ninth seed, we will play a home game against the Utah Jazz. I do feel confident in that game. I feel like we can beat them, uh, but it's one game. You never know. Utah, right. you you talk a win. There's there's no reason. There's nothing that the Mavs have done to tell me y'all are. There's a there's that big of a gap between them and Utah. Besides maybe the fact they have the two best players on. Not even they have the two best players on the court. Will get folded by Laurie Market and, and Walker Kessler if they want to win that game, right? So, so let's say we we defeat the Utah Jazz, right? We play the loser of the Timberwolves and the Thunder. Uh, I feel extremely confident against the Thunder, but really, actually, not extremely confident. That that's that's false. Not extremely confident. I do feel confident, not extremely confident. Okay, I was about to say. I think Shy as is he usually a problem for us. I feel like he's usually a problem for everybody. I mean, he's a problem. Yeah, he's a problem in general. <laughs> That's all that matters. Um, at least I know in OKC, they have a lack of big just like we do. So, like, right, 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 right. we don't have to worry about that mismatch. Um, Minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> I don't know because, like, we don't know what Ant's situation is. We don't know how Cat is going to continue to look coming back. But we do know, based off of this season, when Ant is out and Cat is playing, Cat plays fantastic. When Cat is out and Ant is playing, <laughs> Ant plays fantastic. So if we're not getting both of them, I don't know what's going to happen. I think Ant is expected to be back, um, like, next week. But so they are, they'll have a couple games to try to make figure it out cuz like you said all three of them them two and Gobert together they they just couldn't figure it out they were clunky yeah and they he they haven't played together since november so that that is the only thing that we have going for us in that matchup is that they they may not have had time to figure it out together but then and again will we will we have that. they'll figure that shit out against us <laughs> The, that's what I'm saying. Like the question is, will we have had enough time? Because nah. Luke and Kyrie barely played together too. Yeah, I don't think we'd have enough time either. So, uh, it, so overall, I think we're both kind of whatever about the Mavs and the playoffs. Um, I'm glad. I'm excited about the idea of us talking about just the NBA in general, just so I can enjoy talking about basketball. Yeah, it, we're gonna need it to be honest. Um. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not looking forward to this. My, I have no expectations. We play the Hornets twice now. Um, with my luck, Luca will get his 16th tech on Friday, and will not play on Sunday when I plan to be at a game. If dude gets a tech against the Hornets, like this team, like why are you upset playing the Hornets, bro? <laughs> He's probably, he's probably Dennis Smith Jr. is going to be clamping him up. Oh, my God. The timeline does not need that. All I'm going to hear is, see, you, sh- you should have kept Dennis Smith Jr. You should have went to get Dennis Smith Jr. He could be great next to Luca. Shut the fuck up, man. Like, I don't want to hear that shit. Dennis going to get the rip for the windmill dunk. 
crowd gonna go crazy. Luca gonna be behind the play talking about he was fouled because he's embarrassed. That's gonna be the tech. Luca will miss the game on Sunday with his 16th tech. What you want to hear in the broadcast? Not the weatherman Bibbs voice. <laughs> That's sports broadcaster Bibbs. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um yeah, it'll 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 that, with my luck that'll occur. And maybe that'll get these damn ticket prices down because they they down from 350. It's 250 now, but that's that's still too many dollars. Yeah, that's that's still too many dollars. It's not about to happen out here. I'll just be in Charlotte chilling at this point. $250 for a goddamn horn. I had to move some weight out that bitch. They I, I mean, I might run into the baby, you know. <laughs> I'm sure he the Last me. motherfucker you want to run into right now. <laughs> The biggest tournament in college basketball is underway, and the action is just getting started at DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Plus, combine multiple bets for a shot at even bigger payout. DraftKings We'll be featuring parlays and odd boosts all tournament long. So be sure to check DraftKings Sportsbook app every day to see what they have in store. Speaking of having things in store, Bibs, we're deep into the tournament. Not too deep, but deep enough. A uh, couple of upsets so far. Uh, which of these underdog teams have you got your eye on to go deep into the tournament? Well, Reese, I'm looking at the bracket right now. We're, we're recording this on Sunday, so we don't know the matchups yet. But I told you the last time, these SEC teams, look out for them. Just yesterday, we watched Arkansas take down Kansas. That's an eight seed. And I would say that they are a threat to any team they face. Multiple guys that with NBA talent on that team, uh, point guard, that, that steadies them and can can put a get an ISO and go get a bucket for you. This is a dangerous, dangerous team. And on the other side of the bracket, you've got Tennessee. They're a four seed. I'm going to consider them an underdog as well. They're now going to be facing the winner of the Florida Atlantic and Fairleigh Dickinson game. So they're pretty much a lock, knock on wood, for the Elite Eight. Guys, Tennis, those SEC teams, you cannot bet against them. We're looking at potentially looks like three, at least getting to the Elite Eight. I'm excited about it. You should be too. Trust Bibbs enough. I say put some money line bets on these SEC teams. If you sign up with DraftKings Sportsbook, you'll score $150 in bonus bets. I'm just saying. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code TBPN. Right now, new, new customers can bet $5 on any pregame money line bet and get $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I was about to start rapping like the, the baby. first motherfucker I didn't ever seen successfully get canceled. Like <laughs> they canceled. This. I mean, it, it it don't help with all his music sound the same. But did you see that joint with Anthony Hamilton? No. What? Oh my! If they did a um, they did the the R Kelly, um, what's the old buddy name? 
Ron Osley? Yeah, they did the R. Kelly Ron Osley. Oh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you gotta fight. That's a classic. You don't mind. They didn't do they did they didn't do the exact like a remake of the song, but it's the same vibes. Like the okay, baby, the baby supposed to be sleeping with Anthony Hamilton's woman. like the visuals, the music video type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like the Anthony Hamilton pulled the pulled the piece out on on the baby talking about why he's sleeping. All right, man. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> Somebody said if Anthony Hamilton got time for this, can you come sing at my wedding? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what else we got? Let's 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 get into this this fantasy league, fantasy playoffs right now. We in the semifinals. Unless you got something else to say about this goofy ass team. No, I, I absolutely do not. All right, we're gonna talk about these playoffs real quick. Um, <clears throat> we're down to the semifinals. It is myself versus Bay Area MFFL, and so far I am up. Okay, six twenty four to five sixty three. Okay. I got job back. I got Brunson back. We really working out here. On the other side, Team Coops, the highest seed remaining, is up on Watch the Throne, 640 to 575. Two pretty close games so far. The money is on the line. I'm trying to keep the money in our account. You're going to have to take it from me, Bay Area. I'm not gonna just hand it over. You gotta come get take it back it. in blood, boy. You gotta come take the money. Back, come get it like the Red Cross. Facts. Tomorrow, I'm looking at. Hmm. Tomorrow could be could be the difference maker. What's that? Uh, you only have Jalen Brunson playing tomorrow. He has Westbrook, Cole Anthony, and Nick Richards. I only have one player tomorrow. As of right now. What do you mean as of right now? Watch. Watch this. Watch. Fuck you, Usher? Yes. Uh, Let's see. I'm going to do it live on the podcast. Watch this. Motherfucker signing a free agent. (laughs) Can you even do that? Yep. I just put Gary Trent in my IR. What's Dayron Sharp doing? Aaron Sharp. He had 47 fantasy points yesterday. Oh, all right. My bad. <laughs> why is why did he get minutes? Bowl Bowl is out here. What you watching talking about Bowl Bowl for? I'm talking about in the free agency. He's out. Chetty Osman, he might be a safer bet. Who they playing? Brooklyn. What's Isaiah Joe talking about? Chetty Osman, Isaiah Joe, or Dayron Sharp? I'm not doing Dayron Sharp against Cleveland. They got bigs like that. All right, it's Chetty, it is. Bang. All right, now we got two players playing tomorrow. All right. All right. Okay, so. <clears throat> Yeah, you got to take this money out of my hands. I'm not just, I'm not giving it away. I'm not giving it away. Um, anything else we need to hit before I let you get some some, some beauty sleep? No, nah, man. I mean, disappointing loss, but not in, not unexpected. So <sighs> we better not lose to the Hornets. Man, look, it's not going to be pleasant if I come on this bitch after a Hornets loss. 
I'm just letting y'all know it is not going to be fucking pleasant. Like I said, I wasn't going to get upset, but the Hornets, come on, bro. Come on, bro. Stop fucking playing with me. Come on, man. We should have Ramadan Kyrie back, I would assume. We'll see. Luca looked healthy. I'll say that. Until Draymond stepped on his foot, then he looked like he was hobbling a little bit, but he, I didn't see any lasting effects of that. Yeah, I know Kyrie going through Ramadan, but somebody need to tell Kyrie this ain't Brooklyn. So when he on the sideline and he get to eat, I'm going to need you to break that banana up before you gobble that motherfucker down, boy. Because that picture of you eating that motherfucking banana in Brooklyn last season was crazy. I'm not even. Uh, boy I, I, took, boy deep throated the whole banana. <laughs> Like, brother, I know you hungry, but have some decorum. Not the whole banana. The whole but I still got the picture. What, what? You know what? I posted on Instagram, I'm talking about. I still got the picture. Each his own, brother. You know, rainbows and whatnot. Whoa. Hey, yo, close this out. Stop fucking. <laughs> yo, close this out. Oh, we'll catch y'all next time, man. Peace. Peace. I wasn't on the button at all.